Hey everybody, this is Quint Charisma, and today I'm with... Uh, Mark Gordy, and this is Call It in the Rain. What's going on, Mark? Hey, no, not, not much. How you doing, bro? I hang in there. Like that like hair. That. Like that hair in that biscuit. Like that. <laughs> That is. It's like, you know, what I do though, I mean, if I pull gross people out and like, oh, you fat sack, I pull it out and just eat around the park because, you know, I mean, there you, go, you probably don't eat, you don't, I'm sorry, one hair, no, it ain't going to be one hair just falling. If one, if I, if something gets in there, the chance of just one of them falling in there, it's going to be at two or three at least. So you probably don't exactly. eat them, so might as well keep going, you know? Exactly, and if you drop it on the floor, hey, you know, you want that five-second rule, you know? You got five seconds to uh, pick it up, but anyway. Hey, I remember, this is getting way off subject, but we, like I said, we don't have a, we don't have a topic. Back <laughs> yeah. when I used to work at the state, it was probably about, I want to say probably 2007, and uh, I cooked steaks the night before, and I had a steak yeah. left over, you know, and uh, so I was like, I'm going to take this to work tomorrow, you know, have a, give me a good old lunch. So, I'm sitting there, I've got my lunch, you know, I go take it in there, and I microwave it up, you know. I'm taking, walking back to my desk, and I drop the steak on the floor. I, I started cussing, I picked it up, and, and my boss, goes, she goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to wash this off, I'm eating it. She's like, you dropped it on the floor? I said, I, woke up, I said, for one thing, I work at the steak. So, me and steak, don't, we don't see each other much. Because my paycheck can't afford steak. I can't even afford a cheap steak. So when I get a steak, I ain't wasting it. So I went and washed the joker off and ate it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, ain't no way I'm going to throw this down. I'm exactly. that, man. A steak, man. I was like, shoot. Nah. Well, I'm, I wanted it if it was even a piece of chicken. But still, that's beside the point, you know. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, well, I, before we... Go ahead. TV the whole time he'd been there, somebody yeah. didn't know it. They, he, he just booked and stayed in the back. Somebody had a clue who he was. <laughs> yeah, and they had a, what, a warrant out for uh, John Doe or yeah. whatever. Like said, name, yeah, right? I think they said like John Doe 1 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so he stayed, he stayed gone for a few weeks from that particular uh, town. I believe until, you know. But that was, yeah, man, uh, we are talking about being stiff, man. Who, who's some of the people, who are some of the guys who are, like, real stiff with you in the ring, man? Um, well, you know, the thing was, you know, Corner always talks about Dundee's punch, and Morton talks about it. I worked Dundee, like, three or four times, and I, he never stiffed me. But it was later on, you know, it was actually, like, 07, 08. So, he, you know, he might not have, he didn't do a lot in his tag matches anyway, so... I, I guess 
And uh, later on, he might have loosened up a little. I don't know. But anyway, but um, Doug Gilbert, I always say, either Doug will stiff you or miss you. Like he'd, yeah, it's like he'd, he'd miss you by a mile, and here comes the second one, bam, and it, it didn't miss because it planted, it was like bingo where it was. You knew, I mean, it was like, dang. All the way from Idaho, eh? Yeah, so I know if he, he was, he'd miss the first one, and then he said, oh, crap, I missed you. Let me get you, on, make sure I get you on this one. And he'd make sure, and boy, he'd, 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 he'd you know, fire you up a little bit. Um, Punch-wise, um... The only person that really, really tatered me uh, was Ben Jordan. Everything, everything else, man, you wouldn't feel Ben Jordan at all on anything. But his punches, and he would tell you, he said, "Man, I'm gonna tater my punches." He said, "I, I, I just can't punch, so they're gonna be, they're gonna be taters." So at least he would tell you, you know, so you know he's going in. Because I remember one night we was in Columbia, um, Columbia, Tennessee. And we had a cage match, and it was me, um, Hot Rod Biggs, and Chris Kern. Bruce, they're the Bruce Bros. I was their manager, but we did a six-man um, against, I think it was Ben Jordan, Stephen the Wild Boys, and Gary Valiant. And I just remember something about Nups got brought in, uh, Kern and Biggs, they... They powdered out, and I, and I was like, I looked, you know, I think where they were supposed to get me or thing, and Steve nearly hooked me, and I, Gary was going to grab the nuts and, and blast me with him. Ben swipes them up, and, and Steve nearly goes, oh, crap, Quentin, you better watch out. Ben's got them. <laughs> Here he comes. Bam! Well, he drilled me with them, too. Well, I was like, oh. oh yeah. I'll never forget that Steve. He goes, oh, Quentin. He's old oh, Quentin. Ben's got the nucks. <laughs> <laughs> he knew it too. He's oh, like, no. like, oh, Ben's got the nuts, Quentin. <laughs> Just a regular old fist was enough, but with nuts. Yeah. Man. Oh, man. But it wasn't that I bad. It wasn't that bad, though. I think it was uh, just something. Because I, I, I mean, it was snug, but nothing like what I thought it was going to be. You know what I'm saying? There was something yeah. about his punches, though. He said he never could get his punches. But everything else, man, you wouldn't feel a thing with him, man. He was smooth as silk. Oh, yeah. I always uh, enjoyed working Ben and Steve, man. Me and oh, yeah. Troy. Troy Eaton. We, we had... Man, I'd love to get those uh, um, matches uh, on tape. We we, uh, we worked we worked in a few uh, independents around here. and uh, but Yeah, man. I tell you what. Uh, the stiffest... I probably deserved it, though, man. Stiffest I ever been in uh, ring with was Cool Breeze Williams. That's right. You tell and, again. You tell us that story on the podcast. Tell it again. Oh, did I? Did <laughs> yeah. I? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Well, it was back to, I guess it was 90, late 96. And uh, Steve and uh, Randall had just took over from uh, us down in uh, McMinnville. And uh, he, he programmed, they programmed me with Cool Breeze. And uh, so I, I cut an interview. <laughs> I, I get on the mic, cut an interview about this and that, and I called Cool Breeze an old man. And looking back at it now, I know now that he, he don't do that. And he could, you know, it's like, okay, well, I might be an old man, but 
when this old man kicks your ass, <laughs> how does that make you look? But anyway, uh, I should have, I should have known. That, yeah. Well, it's like you, know, you, have, to do that. you know, it's like the thing is, it's like if they tell you to call them old on the on the mic. It's okay, but if you don't, they don't yeah. tell you to. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> Man, he beat me like I owed him money. Goodness gracious! <laughs> did, did he gi- did he giggle when he hit you though? Because if he didn't giggle, he was that means he was he was mean to lay him in then. I don't remember now, but I remember him once asking me. We were over there. Remember how the roll up door was at at the old Jake's auction? Yeah, yeah. They're on the side. Yeah. And they sometimes, like during the summer, they'd have that up and they'd have the ring trailer kind of yeah. up close to it. Man, I remember him slamming me in there and and I <laughs> and just laying the knees to me, man, just shooting on it. I was like, I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> and he, he, I remember him whispering at me. Y'all right? Y'all right? <laughs> it sounds like, it sounds just like old Breezy. <laughs> Y'all right? <laughs> yeah. Y'all right? Y'all right? Oh, man. He just kept laying him there, laying him in there on me, man. And I, oh, oh, y'all right? Y'all right? <laughs> oh, he's, man, Breezy's oh, man. a good dude, man. I like old Breeze. He, he's a good old dude, man. He's, oh, he, he's, man. One char- he's one of them characters, man. He's a character. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, we came back, I think, the week after that, and a dog collar. I might have told this, too. Uh, we came back a week after that in a dog collar match, man. And just, I mean, we had just started, man. I backed him up in, in, into a corner, man, and I had that chain wrapped around my or I was working on, working on the forehead or something, you know, and he was going to get some color. And he got color, man, and he hit, I guess he hit the hit a vein or something, man, he started spurting like a damn fountain. I mm. mean, it was just, oh, dude, it was horrible, man. Mm. It was just spurting out. It was all over me, man. He must have freaked him out because he said, let's go home, let's go home. <laughs> yeah, he probably knew he could. Probably, yeah, because I've seen him bleed just buckets. If he said, if that was the case, yeah, he knew something was bad because I've seen him and Tommy just bleed, you know, like crazy stuff. Yeah, so him man, to, yeah, he, he knew something wasn't he knew something wasn't right if he said let's go home with it. Yeah. I mean, we were in there about a minute, and he was saying let's go home. That's why I found me because you covered me up. I had to yeah. know your blood. <sighs> man. But uh, yeah, man, uh, Dundee and him punch those punches, man. Him and Lawler had the best in the business, I believe. Yeah. And when they you know worked each other, man, they were man. You know, they had to be, the jaws had to be sore <laughs> working each other. Yeah, and they did that all around the loop, too, you know? Oh, my word, man, I know. Because, like, the, the few loose leaf towns that were on, you know, that on video, especially, I think it was the 82 one when all the boys were around the ring. It might have been 83. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the best. You know, they because the other ones you can't hardly you can't find any video of them. You know, but that man, that match you watch that match and it's you can tell, boy, they were laying everything in, man. They were making. Oh it, yeah. It was man, that match. Was you good. know, I actually found that match on YouTube. It's either in its entirety or like three fourths of its entirety. Uh, I know there's a video 
for years that only showed like bits and pieces. But this is, a, I'm not mistaken, it's either the complete match or like three fourths of the match. Of the, which one? The one with our boys around the room? Yeah, uh-huh, June of the uh, 83. Yeah, I had the, uh, I had the, uh, on tape at one time, it was spliced down to about 15 minutes, maybe? Yeah, this is, this is, I think, 16, yeah, right around that, yeah. I had one, and it, they showed it here in Nashville, it's, remember the one they the um, but they they showed it. I tell you when they showed it here, they showed it back in the. If you hear a noise, that's I got an ice pack on my neck. I got my neck's been killing me the last couple of days, so it's making a bunch of noise. If you hear that's my that's my ice pack. Um, but they showed it. I recorded. It, I want to say it was in. Uh. Probably eighty seven on that show where they show the clips. I mean the matches from like the Coliseum and stuff like that. It was from yeah. that show, and they showed it. They like a flashback thing they did, and uh, they showed they showed it was you know it was almost the whole match. It, you know they spliced it up a little you know a little bit, but um, but yeah, it was like that's the most I ever seen. I've you know the the but I'm there's I'm sure they. Got the whole, you know, they had the whole match at one time, you know. But yeah, they, that's the only one I ever seen. Um, that one I have was the longest one I ever seen. So yeah, I, I wish I would. Man, they need to. I wish there's. I don't know if that, if it's if anybody has the footage complete, you know, that would be awesome, you know, and yeah. Well, there's not of it. I mean, what's available, you know, because they didn't. So what's available is out there. Yeah. Well, well, I still say, I've been saying this for years now, that especially, okay, like 70s, it's going to be hard to find because they they reuse their tapes. Yeah. Especially like, you know, Goulas. That's why, you know, you know, he had a TV in every town, you know, um, a studio TV. Because he didn't, you know, he wouldn't, you know, do the bicycle things, you know. It, but actually, Memphis did. They sent theirs around because Louisville didn't have, um, didn't have a, a television studio wrestling. Uh, Evansville didn't have studio wrestling. Owensboro what, was kind of a spot show. But you know what I'm saying? So yeah. So the 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 Memphis end actually did bicycle their tapes around. Now Gillis did later on. And but Gillis would tape over his, and they said Jarrett did too. But <clears throat> there's more stuff popping up every day. People are finding stuff, and yeah, I mean, we, might, we might have talked to, talked about it before. But man, there's got to be stuff out there that nobody's found. Oh yeah, it's sitting yeah. In these, in these little TV uh, little TV stations, you know, that got the bicycle tape that got put back in storage and. You know, and nobody's cleaned these little storage closets out in years, and they mm. it just got stuff stacked on top of it behind, you know, and it just oh, sitting yeah. there, you know? Collecting dust, man. Yeah. Oh, goodness yeah. gracious. Like I said, just, stuff's, just imagine. stuff's little by little starting to, you know, come out, people are finding, you know, so, 
There's stuff out there. And Bo James said he calls. He's, he's called and went to all these stations. And, and I, I'm like, whatever, Bo. But, um, Them people are just going to blow him off, man. You know, that, yeah. that's something you'd actually have to go and say, hey, look, you mind me mind if I go back here? And, <laughs> you, you, know, know. Have, you know, the only place you're probably going to have to have a connection of somebody working in that, you know, because they ain't going to let just any time look at Harry up the street coming in going your archives, you know. That's like Channel yeah, 5. I still say, you know, Channel 5 still might have some of the Fez stuff. You know, because two of the uh, Fez shows is the only thing that's, that's, in, uh, that's supposed to survive. My thing is, I can't believe just how did only, you know, he ran from, he ran Nashville from March of 76 to, I think his last show, I got it written down. Um, because that's one of my projects. Um, as soon as I fall ball season's over, I'm hitting hard. Um, I want to. It's. I want to say it was the last week of August or the first week of um, September. But his TV ran on like two, three weeks after he shut down in Nashville. So that's what six months there, seven yeah, months, like seven, eight months. So I can't see how just only two shows survived. Yeah. yeah my uh, thing is though. The two shows are not like back-to-back -back weeks. They're like different years. So I'm thinking, there's got to be, you know, I'm thinking, because they've redid that studio down there so many times. There's no chance how much stuff has been moved around and put in closets and, yeah. you know, there's, there's stuff out there because it just, just didn't disappear. And not oh, everything got know. taped over. Not, ev not everybody taped over everything either, so. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, you know, it'd be a shame to have these TV uh, stations uh, do what Cornette uh, said would happen, um, where he found all them the Mid Atlantic footage yeah. just in the car's trash can. Man, you know. Well, um, uh, have you you listen to Ron Fuller's podcast? I try to. I don't every week. Yeah, but uh, I listen. I've listened to it. I'll listen to a couple of weeks, and I'll take about a month off, and I'll listen to a couple episodes. It's been a long. It's been. I want to say it was within his first, I want to say, 100 episode. It was in, I want to say probably, I want to say it was probably right after he talked about the going to Atlanta and stuff. But he was talking about, um, about when he, uh, he threw all the way off his uh, tapes in a dumpster. Because they didn't. And he said he would give anything if he had them back. Uh, uh, I think yeah. when it was, it was when he, um, I think it was last year. He was when he uh, he he put that set out of Continental, of Southeastern Continental. He was selling, and it, yeah. that's when he was talking about how he wished he would have saved. He said, he said at the time nobody saved tapes. They just, you know, because so it was uh, it was when they went over from the you know the the old reels to you know the technology and the tape was so cheap you know they just they just dumped them because they didn't know use for them you know and he said he you know, just taking up space so he dumped them all he said he wished he would have but nobody knew you know even with the, the old reels the old reels you know but I still say that how many people's done that I still say that there's still some did you talk about especially through the years how you know um Especially if you look at these towns, they, you know, you look at the cards. If you go online, people post cards from, you know, the late 70s, early 80s of, of you know, other territories. And 
from different towns, like spot shows towns, and you'll see at the bottom, you know, the TV station, you know, and, and you know, and so you're, thinking, okay, you're like, okay, so they had to have a tape, you know, and you're thinking, oh, that's a little station, you know, that promotion, you know, it didn't run there, but maybe three times that year, and they then they let, you know, they stop running that town. Most likely, they probably never got that tape back. I mean, this is, yeah, you know, I just think, and especially like in, the, in the early 80s when they switched over to the, the, the not the digital, but the, you know, the, like the VCR-like tape stuff, you know, right, you know, they went from the big reels with the 8 millimeter, then they kept condensing it down, you know, and then we got to, in the 80s, when they, I mean, it was so cheap, I think they just, I, I still say there's stuff at these little TV studios and, and, it's because you gotta think about it, man. That they changed all these studios, they've uh, TV st uh, stations over the years. You know, they've changed ownerships and stuff. And, and oh, yeah. these small ones, they probably got same and, and stuff get you know how stuff gets stacked on top of each other. I'll just go over and put it in that exactly, storage. Man. I'm putting storage back there over there, and just stack it up. You know, so there's stuff back there behind all that stuff. It just and it, it's them forgotten. It's there, but it's, they forgot about it. Yeah, so you know, you know, you just know that's that, that's the case probably a lot of places, and it just it just makes you like, oh God, I just yeah. <laughs> want to go look, you know. But yeah. that's like uh, the recent. Uh, I mean, it's just silent uh, eight, uh, I think millimeters pipe film or whatever the sound to the San Francisco area. Um, that I think just resurf. I mean, that resurf, not resurface, but surface yeah. here within the last year or so, man. You know, it shows Patterson, and it's just you know silent. You know, no no sound or anything. But uh, uh, I think that was just recently discovered. Yeah, yeah I think there's lost. There's I think there's tons of it out there, but it's just scattered. In places that you know, obscured places that don't—they don't even know they have it, you know. And it's just gonna take somebody with a lot of time, and a lot of money, to to uncover it. Basically, what it's gonna boil down to, you know, to um, to travel all over the country and go to these, find these old, you know. Shoot, they might not even be TV uh, stations. It might be a building that still have stuff in the basement, you know, <laughs> buildings, yeah. you know. It just, yeah, exactly. I mean, um, I don't know. It's just, um, I just can't see how, like I said, I know the reels from the 70s and all 60s were real expensive, but I just, there's, even when your promotions went out of business, so what'd you do with your last reels? Yeah. You know? Because I tell you, when, uh, when they, hey, when Thez closed up, uh, he left his signs and everything at Channel 5. Because I saw him. Because I saw him. Yeah, like, I remember you telling me yeah, about that. I saw him like four, it was it four or five years later when my grandfather did that uh, country music show that Saturday morning. We went down there. Remember, it was like seven o'clock in the morning. I was tired and I was bored. And I looked and there's two wrestling signs over. I was like, what the crap? You know? They were sitting <laughs> off in, way off in the back of the corner of the studio, back of the studio. You know? And they've been sitting there all those years, you know? 76, I think it was 19, it's either the summer of 79 or the spring of 80, that's what I saw him. Yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, 
they're just it's out there we just gotta have it's, it's you know it's gonna eventually people somebody's gonna that's gonna be somebody's thing is they're gonna eventually say that's my that's my um, project I'm going around the country and I'm gonna discover all the old <laughs> but it's gonna say it's gonna take somebody has a lot of time and a lot of money to to do it but yeah. Until then, I guess we'll just have to wait till stuff pops up every, you know, few months on YouTube. I guess. <laughs> I guess, man. Um, I, man, I heard your, uh, you know, the podcast you did about Tim Brown, man. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed that, man. And, uh, that just sucked, dude. Man, yeah, yeah, it did. Tim was a good guy. I always enjoyed, you know, having him being in the dressing room with him, man. Yeah, I just, I, I just, um, when I read it that day, I was like, what the crap? You know? I, yeah, I know, you know, and, and I didn't know you, till you read, you know, what happened. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe, you know, he might have, you know, went suddenly or whatever. Yeah. I'm, well, you know, uh, but uh, then I read that some, it was a, like a 17-year-old guy or something or was it or was it a, no it was another uh yeah. there's another truck yeah it, that, it was another truck it hit hit his uh hit his truck and another car i think the car had the the young person in it i think okay all right it killed tim and the person in the car but the truck that came over in the little lane it didn't hurt them yeah, did it didn't it? hurt them yeah it's like what well, it just it's, it's, i mean that's why i think when it's your time to go it's your time to go man because yeah. I, I, I agree. I mean, I believe there there has to be a way each one of us has to go. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking because that's and, just crazy how the guy who who come across the thing, you know, and you know, he didn't get hurt. Yeah, yeah, it's, it was a shame, man. I always liked working with uh, with uh, Tim and. And you know, uh, uh, made rest in peace. So yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Actually, he, you know, I, I, I talked a few about the, you know, a few things that, you know, me and I did and, and got to be a part of because of Tim. But I didn't say anything about my one of my classic moments. Kind of, <laughs> actually, kind of involved him with the uh, when we was in McMinnville, they were doing the TV and uh, and that. Stupid announcer Todd TNT Todd called Tim then the uh, Nazi terror called him the Nazareth terror and call him the Nazareth. He goes in the Nazareth terror and I'm I'm doing commentary didn't even think about it and I just turned around and said that's I said M Effer said Nazareth didn't even realize did, and I said the whole I said the word you know, you know the the mother word you know the, the biggest of all you know. <laughs> And uh, it didn't even realize I was doing commentary. <laughs> that is just classic, man. I got that, and hopefully one of these days I'm gonna get that transferred to DVD, <laughs> and everybody can hear Quentin's the MF. Oh, that is so funny! They just uh, called him Nazareth. <laughs> you were doing commentary with Troy. It was for Troy, Troy, yeah. Yeah, for Troy, yeah. yeah. And they talked to me, and uh, we have the Nazareth Terror. Hey, Greg goes, well, Quinn, oh, I'm sorry. Everybody, everybody knows. <laughs> Quinn, Quinn said, uh, 
Troy was started dying laughing, then I was like, then I I started dying laughing, and then we couldn't we couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I'm trying to get Troy to be laughing, and I look, I said, quit laughing, man, you want me laughing, and he just kept laughing, and I kept laughing. But yeah, Nazareth, I was like, I was like, ain't that a band, man? Oh, Nazareth. yeah, that's Nazareth. Yeah, the band. <laughs> oh, like, was man. Getting, was Nazareth taking on Kansas over there? <laughs> so he's, 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 he's working on Kansas. <laughs> Classic rock soda. Yeah. Nazareth <laughs> Like yeah, I don't know it, it, who I don't think anybody really knows it, but I think that I think you dream stuff like that. You know, like me, like I, I dream about my mom all the time because yeah. the, the last thing I I never got to say goodbye to my mom. Uh, last time yeah. I saw my mom, I was dropping her off at the airport in Nashville, and I could see her in the rearview mirror going into the airport and. By the time Dana got back to sit in, uh, in the van, because we was at, at the drop-off place, you couldn't, you can't leave your car there un, unattended. So when Dana got back from helping her get in the airport, I went in to find her, and she was gone. Never got to see her again. She she died in, in Houston, and um, so it, to this day, man, it, it it really bothers me. But I have dreams all the time, and they seem so real. And she's she's not sick. Like she was the last time I saw her. And, exactly. The you people know. you see in your dreams that pass like that are always healthy yeah. or, you know, in good condition, you know, just like they used to be, you yeah. know? So I, I think it's just, it, it's telling yourself, it's okay, they're okay, 
now, you know. Uh, I think that's what it is. You know, it's, it's, it, you know, some self-assurance to yourself that, you know, even though, like, the last time I saw my mom, she was so sick, and, yeah. I, still, and I still didn't get to tell her bye. But she's in, she's in a better place now. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think yeah, that's, yeah. I think that's what it is. I think it's... I don't, you know, I don't... I don't know if... It, I, that's what... Because, like I said, who really knows? But that's what I get from it. It's... it's uh, you know, so, you, know it, you know, it might be coming from them. I don't know. But it's something... It's letting you know, hey, it's okay, you know? Yeah. That's what I get from it. Yeah. So, see, I, I mean, just... I just, man, it just seems, he, he just looked so, he looked good, you know, yeah, he looked yeah. in good shape and everything, yeah. and when I said, uh, is that really you, and he just kind of like crossed his eyes, or made funny eyes, or, yeah. you know, kind of like, give me a grin, yeah. and I was like, man, yeah. I, I'm always dreaming about Troy, man, yeah. and, uh, but that just, anyway, uh, that's what I get from I, I guess get from we'll, it's it's you know that's the way I take it you know so I remember when uh when my dog passed away Gordy uh he uh it was like the next I don't know that the next day or whatever man I had a dream that I was in a field and it had this field had he kind of heels in the distance and I saw him he looked a little younger, and he was just running and running and running, you know. He was in good shape, and just running, and I, and that, I felt when I woke up, I was like, well, uh, I guess that was maybe him telling me, hey, look, I'm okay now, you know. Yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll get off well, all this. Well, I was going to say, say not... I was going <laughs> to say, say something real fast about that. that I, I, do, I, I dream, you know, my... Uh, Dog Giuseppe, he passed last uh, Halloween, and I I have dreams about him all the time. And when he, uh, the last almost two years of his life, he was blind and actually had one of his eyes missing. And um, and when I have dreams about him now, uh, he can see. He's not blind. Yeah, see, yeah, I think there's something to that, man. I think there's something to that where the even pets, man. I yeah. mean, they, they're they just telling you, hey, look at me now, man. I'm okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, especially because, <laughs> man, my dog, Giuseppe, he was, he was in such bad shape. He, I said he was blind. Uh, had, had to have one of his eyes actually removed. Um, he had seizures. He had diabetes. Um, he was allergic to grass. I mean, he, uh, he it was just... The last couple, uh, two, he had seizures for a long time, but, um, but the, uh, the diabetes and the eyes and all that stuff the last two years. So he had a really, you know, hard time the last two years. And I think, like I said, I think it's, it's something telling you, you know, hey, they're all right. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. I, I had, uh, a real, uh, to, when my wife's, uh, mother passed away, she was uh, bedridden and uh, in a wheelchair, and she was just really bad off just before she passed away. Well, she had been for a while. And it was like within a couple days after she passed away, I had a dream that uh, she was dancing up 
stairs that led from her basement up to to their second floor of their house in Michigan. And Julie was like, uh, she was like, whoa, really? Uh, You know, she was just, and she's like, why didn't she come to me and show me that she's okay now? And I said, because you would freak out. You know you would freak out probably if you <laughs> came through me, you know. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, there's something but, uh, to it. <laughs> it won't change anyway, the subject. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah it won't some, change the subject. Yeah, there's something to it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but anyway, I wonder about this, man. It's almost October, and it's still in the high nights. I know. Tell me about it. I've been having... Um, I'm coaching uh, fall baseball, and there ain't nothing been fall about. Man, it's been we we never had one day in our spring in the spring season. We never had one day in the nineties. It's been nineties every day. We've practiced and and uh, and uh, played our games, and but luckily we haven't had anything back to back. Because after I do something, I'm good for one day. And then I'm yeah. then I'm down. I mean, I get around decent. I mean, for me it's decent, but I can give it about half a day. You know, about three hours, maybe four, and then I'm down for I'm you know down for the rest of that day and the whole next day. So I look at the oh, schedule. Yeah. We got back to back games Friday and Saturday. I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I have no Friday idea. Saturday? Yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna do it. Oh. I mean. I know you. I know you're in Bowling Green, about an hour away from us here in Nashville. But uh, uh man, it's it's supposed to here. It's supposed to be like a high ninety yeah. on those two yeah, days. Yeah, I didn't check it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's gonna be. Man, <laughs> you better. You better be on. You know, is it during the day? Uh, one of them's at, the Fridays at five thirty. The second one's at twelve. But I can the heat. Oh. The, the heat. But it's the my body. I can't. My body after that, yeah. after that, it stiffens up, and my knees, um, my knees and my back, and um, and then I woke up last two days with a stiff neck, but um, my, I just I can't my body just I say after about three to four hours, and I'm down for two days because my body just locks up. So I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know what I'm gonna do. I mean, I, I, all I do is go out there and sit on a stool basically anyway, but still just. <laughs> you better take you some, you know, something to hydrate yourself, man. Be out there. It's, it's gonna suck. Ooh. Yeah, I looked. I was like, why in the world we got back-to-back games? Yeah, that's what happened to me back during the spring. I was good until uh, we had a rain out, and they scheduled the makeup the next day after a scheduled game. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I guess I. My Saturday's game, I'll probably... I'm just going to sit in the dugout today. Y'all go out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this weather's just crazy, man. Yeah. This is going to be October, and, and we're still in the 90s. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, uh, this year's uh, going by quick, man. Yeah, it has. Yeah, it's Christmas, so we know it. Yeah, I got to go... I gotta go Tuesday to get a uh, ultrasound done on my heart. They found a uh, uh, the, the little gimmick here on the side of my bed here records everything that happens with my pacemaker, my heart, and they I had a re- remote test done last 
week or the week before, I forget now, and, and where they see what's been going on for the past few months. And the lady from the, my cardiologist called and said, well, we found something on August 22nd at between 3.15 and 3.30 a.m. that showed something was going on there with your heart. And she said, were you doing anything, you know, strenuous? Or I said, well, I was probably off that night and I would have been asleep. So I got to go get one of those done uh, next Wednesday. Okay. So I hope everybody out there listening, if you can give me some good thoughts and some prayers, yeah. I sure would appreciate it. Yeah, definitely, y'all. Man, if somebody's listening, pray for Gordy. I definitely will put you in my prayers, brother. That's, that's we're getting at that age, man. Where we gotta we gotta start praying for each other because oh yeah, man, we're you know. I don't think it, hardly anybody's got good health anymore, Harley, it seems like. So. I know, I know. But what do you think, man? You think we ought to cut our losses with Mari- Mariota? Mariota? With the Titans? Yeah. Well, uh, what I've seen um, so far this, short, this year, um, I don't care who you had back there. You ain't got no offensive line. We get, don't, man. When, when you get sacked nine times by Jacksonville, was it like nine? Yeah, I think it's nine times. I mean, it just it don't matter who you got back here, man. Y'all gotta get some. And I, and what's the guy's name? That's uh, Lawan. Tannehill. No, uh, the guy's out. The lineman. Uh, Taylor Lawan. Is that his name? Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, he's he's you know one of the best in the league. That one person still ain't the. It'll help some, but it ain't gonna. It ain't. It ain't the problem solver. Yeah. No, we ain't had an offensive line in a long time, man. But I. It, I don't know, but I man. Don't think, he's still not. I still don't think he's. Uh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't I think, think he has. In five years, I've I said by game four, man, he's going to be on the injured reserve. Yeah. I think what the game four is this weekend. But uh, who they, who I don't they know. Play, um, they played the played the Falcons. That's right, Falcons. Yeah, that's right. And they got this week. They got um. Oh God, I got it wrote down here when I made my picks. I forget now, but. Whoever it was, I know I picked them over, over tight. They're playing at whoever yeah, they're playing. Yeah, no, they play the Falcons, don't they? Cause the Fal- yeah, they play the Falcons. Cause the Falcons- oh, they're playing the Falcons. Okay. Yeah, because the Falcons lost to Indy this past week. Oh, okay, all right, sure, all right, all so. I'm pretty sure you don't quote me on that, but I'm... I, well, that's what I thought they said on the news uh, uh, when they were playing. I said I, I checked that because I could be wrong. Cause I was listening, I was listening to uh, seventeen, and seventeen is the most reliable news. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't watch. I mean, I, I, I watch. Uh, it's funny. I watch Channel Two. Uh, I like watching Danielle Breezy on the weather. Because yeah. uh, um, I used to watch Lisa Patton do the weather yeah, on there. Replaced her, and I, I just kind of like you know. Yeah. Um, That's got to be a work name. 
A weather person with the last name Breezy. That's got to be a word. I know, man. <laughs> That's what, first time I was watching it and Dana's like, they just say her name was Breezy? I said, yeah. She's like, that can't be right. I said, I know. I said, a weather person with the Breezy. That's got to be a word. She's like, that just don't even sound right. I said, no. Nah. But yeah, Lisa Patton, uh, you know, she was from Mount Juliet, didn't you? Yeah, man, I yeah. saw her one yeah. night. It, we, we were grocery shopping at Kroger's in Publix, up, Kroger's at, up in Providence. Yeah. And uh, it was probably about 12, uh, 12 o'clock. And she came in, man, and I was like, ah, Lisa Patton, man. Yeah, she grew <laughs> up in Mount Juliet, and... Um, yeah, she grew up and lived there. Um, you know, I saw her the other day on a commercial for some realty company or something. She was doing a commercial for. Oh her. yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was. I was watching it and and I was like, that's Lisa Patton. Yeah. So she's, doing some, she's doing. She uh. I remember. Remember that tornado came through from you know downtown yeah. and worked its way to Hermitage and uh, Mount Juliet yeah. back in '98. Oh yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I remember now. She, yeah, she, she's from Mount Juliet, man. Because yeah. she, man, she was on the the time that the, the station wasn't cutting cutting out, and you know, in and out, man. She was on there giving a weather forecast. I'll never forget this, man. She she had the map up, man, and uh, she was I think she was sitting at the desk or something, going over what's going on, and she was like, she was telling her, her family to go. Uh, to get, uh, you know, to go to the whatever, you know, yeah. to get the, uh, you know, to go to the safe place, and she was crying, man, yeah. she was just bawling. Yeah. I'll never forget that, man, because, <laughs> you know, it's got to be stressful on them, yeah. man. And yeah. That's like uh, my buddy Tom, he, uh, he, uh, he was a kid, like, uh, six, seven years old, uh, she was his uh, swimming lessons teacher. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So she's an original. Oh, yeah. She's the original mountain. She's one of the, one of the originals. She ain't you know new new one newbies that they the ones that call it Mountain Juliet. You know. <laughs> yeah, Mount Juliet. <laughs> Lebanon. Yeah, or Lebanon. That's the ones that kill me too. Or Lebanon. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Mount G. <laughs> if, you're, if you're real, oh. if you're real country, you uh, you grew up in the Glade. <laughs> the, the Glade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, how are we doing on time? Oh crap! I even looked at. Uh, oh, we got. We're actually doing good. It just hit forty-seven. That's good. Usually, oh, okay. when I look down, it's like two minutes left. <laughs> Something oh, going man. on besides work and you yeah, having to get your your pacemaker looked at. Anything, anything, anything good going on? <laughs> nah, man. Well, we got hot season in full swing now across the state of Tennessee. Actually, across the whole United States of America. And if anybody's, uh, I'll go ahead and plug it now. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Anybody uh, interested in high houses and? Uh, Honey Woods, that type of stuff. Uh, it's a uh, season for it, and I and yours truly has a Facebook page for that called Tennessee Haunted Attraction, and we cover the all the 
latest news and info uh, about all the haunted attractions in the state of Tennessee. So if you're curious, go go give it a give it a look. Give me a like and share it and tell all your friends. Yeah, he's got them on there, people, man. You look on their stuff from everywhere. And there's some freaky-looking pictures on there, too, these places. Like, dang. <laughs> yeah. Man, they, uh, they're so uh, haunted houses nowadays. They've uh, grown to so that they're... Um, yeah, not like you. You remember the one... Can you ever go to the one in Mount Julia that was right next to the old high school where Sonic yeah, is now? Yeah, the Kiwanis Haunted House. It was there every year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah man. I, I love that haunted house, yeah. man. You know, it's just, to this day, uh, you know, I actually found a picture online of the outside of it where people waiting in line to go in. No, really? Yeah, man. Oh. Uh, sure did. And it was from like I think eighty one. Wow. But uh, anyway, you know, back then you they'd have you know sheets hung up with some paint thrown across there and cheap mask and makeup. Yeah. <laughs> no man, I mean the hot industry nowadays yeah, is it's, a, it's... a multi million dollar business, yep, man. I sure mean, is. the animatronics and just the. The, the masks and the makeup, man, makeup artists, man, these places hire makeup artists, and just, it's, if you haven't been to a haunted house in a while, go, go to one if you're able to, I can't no more, because I can't freaking walk, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't do them either, I can't walk, man, they're just awesome, mm-hmm. they're just you know, an awesome night out, man. Yeah, anyway. If you're in the Hermitage area, go check out our buddy Ben Dixon. Go check out his uh, Oh, yeah. Check out Ben Dixon. He, uh, he's the, uh, he took over a slaughterhouse from a guy named Trevor Bates who had it downtown for years. And uh, I believe he first started uh Slaughterhouse back in '86, I believe. Yeah, that's like one of the original ones that yeah. stayed, that stayed around. Yeah. And uh, Ben and Stacy bought it from Trevor about I guess it's been about five or six years now. And now it's in the old uh, old movie theater there in uh, what was that called? There in Hermitage. Anyway, it's there on Lemon Road there in Hermitage in the old movie theater. Uh, I was going to say Oakwood Commons. That, that's back up where Publix is, ain't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what that little area is called, that little shopping center there. Yeah, he, he also, he's got his uh, Lone Wolf uh, tattoo studio in there, too. But uh, speaking of somebody else. Oh, can I say I something real fast about that? Also, sure, sure. Uh, like every weekend, man, he does. Uh, he, he plays like old movies and stuff. He's, he's got a little. The, he actually kept one of the little uh, rooms for, for a theater. Exactly. It's really small, and uh, he shows movies there, man. So uh, all the time, like older ones and stuff. Um, so check out his uh, his site, and he puts on uh, his, his Facebook page. Uh, he puts on there all the time what he's showing on the weekends. He shows like different ones every weekend. It's it's pretty cool. So. Go ahead. Yeah, man, you you can do like a uh, you can get a dinner you can do a dinner movie there. Yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah, check that out, man. 
Well, because Ben's a great guy, but, uh, man. I know, you know, Ben's yeah, a super, uh, super great guy. And uh, he actually, he, 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 um, not for long, though, but, you know, I only know, I guess it might have been just for a few months where he, he wrestled. Because uh, I know I booked him for McMinnville back in 2000. Yeah, he wrestled for about a and, year. He wrestled for about a year. Oh, did he? Yeah. Did he? Yep. And... I remember, <laughs> I remember him giving me an elbow. It was one of the stiffest elbows I ever had, man. We were on the outside of the ring, and he gave me an elbow. I went, damn! Yeah. <laughs> I think he did but, it for about a year, and that was about it. And he pretty much, he said, it, I think he was like, eh, this ain't... He had too much, he had too much stuff. He had a lot of stuff going on then, because I think he had like three or four different tattoo uh, things, and he, then he had his convention once a year, and I think he just... He just had too much stuff going on for it, so he 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 did for about a year, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember when I when I booked the man, and I gave him his payoff. I was like, oh man, this is embarrassing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here's this guy on three uh, tattoo parlors, <laughs> and I'm giving him this payoff. Oh, but you know. <laughs> That's what it is, you know, that's the wrestling though. If you're gonna stay in it and stick stay with it, you're gonna get used to you'll get used to it. <laughs> exactly, man, you know. What was you gonna say for anyway. before I cut you off there at, he was going another direction. Uh, I have no idea. I know, I, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't I was like you like me, if I don't say it then I'll forget it about four hours later and I'll be like, Dang damn it. Who knows, man? Hey, have you seen Man, the best thing on uh, WWE TV, man. Have you watched that lately? Any in the last couple months? I've watched probably uh, the other night. I flipped over and for about five minutes. That was the first time since WrestleMania. I did watch NXT the other night when it came on uh, USA. When does the um, um, the other one AEW? When does it start? It's I don't, it's I don't, pretty soon, I don't know if it's this week. Yeah, I don't know if it's this week or no. I believe it's either. I believe it's next week. Okay. But yeah, I don't I watch. Don't, I haven't watched it. So what? What did you see on or something good? <laughs> man, Bray uh, Wyatt is doing this gimmick. Have you heard about it or seen it? That's one of the things the I actually theme? saw. That's one of the things I actually saw at the very end. He came in and. Uh, uh, did so because uh, uh, it was I think it was last week's show because they were in Knoxville. I flipped over and saw that very end of it, and he did something to uh, Kane. And, yeah. And uh, and he got uh, did he do anything to uh, Rollins or I think Rollins was backing up and it went off or something. Maybe. Yeah, back uh, Rollins was selling it like yeah. you know he, he was scared of him. Man, this whole thing with Bray Wyatt and the scene—it's been great from the very first vignette. I've seen man. some uh, of the stuff on, online for it. Yeah, it's um, it's the, disturbing. The, the fun house. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, <laughs> the, dude, if you get the time, go back and watch it. I don't know if they got somewhere where you can watch them from start to end. I'm sure somebody's got them out there. Man, it's just, it's wonderful, man, the way that they, they build build him, built this, 
I watched up, the, man. I watched the very first one online because everybody was pooping on it. And I saw it, and I was like, what is it? And then I didn't, because that first one, he didn't, he, it was just flat out him doing the thing. He wasn't turning, he hadn't. Yeah. Yeah, because that was the first one I saw. And and gradually. Yeah, yeah, and each one of them, he would gradually do something where, you know, hey, this dude, you know. And it's it's just, it's been perfect, man. I love it. And it's the best thing that they've had, have had in a, in a while, in my opinion. But, wow. uh, yeah, I just stopped watching after WrestleMania. I was just like, and I, and thing was, I, I actually the last year or so, I actually completely stopped watching it. I would just watch the um, uh, the pay per views on the network, and uh, they, before every match, they do a rundown of everything they did the whole month. You know, the high, they'd highlight it before each match. So. I was like, ah, I just won't watch it anymore. I'll just watch the pay-per-view, and they'll run down what happened before, you know, the build-up. So that saved me from watching all that wrestling. So and uh, so that's what I did. Then after WrestleMania, I was like, my card ran out, and I was like, I'm not even going to mess with it anymore. Because <laughs> I was watching, and I the thing I'd ever watch on there was um, the pay-per-views. I'd watch NXT. I'd watch it about uh once every couple about once probably two two shows a month maybe of that and i'd watch the old stuff but now i watch so much old stuff on youtube now that i don't you know so i didn't even, i was like i ain't even getting i ain't doing the color of the card so so i didn't watch really anything so that's why mostly that's what i do is just uh, watch the old stuff from on youtube yeah. you know uh, these new stuff the, these Spot monkeys, I just can't. I just, oh man, yeah, yeah. just do they do they sell anything nowadays? No, it's just God. It's I do three moves, you register them, and then you just I know where you just stop, pop up, hit me with three or four moves. Then I do your three or four. Then I'll do three or four, and that's like NXT. Man. I stopped watching it because every match was the same. Kicks, elbows, knees, and everybody's, I mean, they all look different, I give them that, but the matches, were, they weren't different. Hey, let me, hey, what would these guys do nowadays if they couldn't slap their thigh? Have a good match, oh, they probably. <laughs> they would actually do something good because they wouldn't be worrying about slapping themselves after every move. Oh, he tagged me in, let me go through the ropes. I better smack my thigh because I'm going through the ropes of the ring. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Oh, I'm breathing. I better smack my leg. I'm breathing. Yeah, it's horrible. Steve, Steve Carino tells a funny story about that. And this has been probably back 10 years ago. It was a shoot interview he did. And he's saying he was over in uh, Japan. And uh, he was working a tag match. Him and somebody working on uh, Ricky Chosu. Mm-hmm. And somebody else. I believe it was, he was in there where he chose to. I'm probably butchering his name. Anyway, he said uh, he had uh, Ricky in the corner and uh, he was kicking him. And, of course, he was smacking his fucking thigh, you know. Mm-hmm. Excuse my language there. <laughs> he said Ricky turned him around. Let him up. And yeah. just lit him up, man. And he was, no fat thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, I don't mean to cut you off again, but I just looked down and we got like ten seconds. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's get 
Alright, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, for Quint Charisma, that's me, and that's uh, Mark Gordy. Thanks for listening to the uh, Call in the Ring. Thank you, and God bless.